you know what's crazy is I'm actually kind of a bit nervous uh, about this. And this is a bit of a test. Uh, and I invite and encourage you to come on this journey and this test with me uh, and, yeah, see what you get out of it. The uh, reason I am doing this as a solo podcast episode and I have no, uh, you know, plan or schedule or talking points or anything like this uh, is because I've been asked to do it multiple times and I've been told uh, many, many times that uh, it's inspiring. What I what I have to share is inspiring and uh, how I got to where I'm at and what we have built as a company with buying online businesses is inspiring. And also, you know, I keep getting told like, oh, you should tell a little bit more about your travels. You know, that's why you got into this whole buying online businesses thing and making money online. And I haven't really shared so much of a lot of my travels and my travel stories uh, and how I sort of got to here uh, because I just didn't want to go down the route of like showcasing and showing off my life and la-di-da, look at me and how good my life is. Uh, I have an amazing life and most of you guys know I don't work too many hours and I surface and I live in, you know, go away and I've lived in multiple locations and uh, tropical places and traveled a lot. Uh, but I've been resistant uh, against recording this podcast and sharing this journey and this story with you. But the reason I decided to do it is not to make it about me. This is not to- this is totally not about me. I wanted to share it with you guys to inspire you guys, and hopefully, it is at least somewhat inspiring um, to get you motivated uh, to push through certain troughs and periods in your journey to make an income online because I know it can be tough. And I believe that your story, just like my story, is character building. And I'd like to share a little bit about how much character I built over the years. And so I don't know how long this is going to go for. Uh, I'm just freestyling this as I go. It's kind of like, well, I guess just say a lecture without too many prompts from an audience. <laughs> and if you guys do have prompts or questions and things you'd like to ask me uh, at the end of this, please reach out, jared at buyingonlinebusiness.com and I can answer a bunch of those questions in one episode, solo podcast episode as well. So I hope you do get a lot from this. So where do we start? I guess let's start from the beginning. Why did I want to make money? Um and I guess another reason for sharing this, I'm just, I don't know why, but I'm just trying to justify uh, why I am sharing this for myself. <laughs> I've been told so many times from you guys that you want to hear it. Uh, but here it goes. Uh, so from the beginning, why did it, like, why, where, where was I at school? I guess, I guess is where it starts. And firstly, I want to thank my parents. Like, you know, my parents, like I've got, my work ethic from my parents because there were times that you know as privileged as I have been to be born into Australia and uh, have that environment and that support uh, I've been very very privileged as well Um, this isn't a typical rags to riches story because I wasn't really in the rags like yeah there were times when my parents uh, we were eating cheese on toast because we had four kids and it was a hectic household and it was just my dad working and mum was just like trying to keep her head above water and I'm super grateful and I've got a great relationship with my parents and we get to talk about these things. And uh, I, what I got from them really was work ethic. And I also see that on both my dad's side and my mother's side. They're both like 
both sides of the family have crazy work ethic. And I should share that there's a caveat to work ethic. That became a double-edged sword for me. So what used to be my one of my superpowers was that I was an action taker. But also, as you'll see in this journey, I took action in the wrong direction at multiple stages in the journey. <laughs> so uh, I guess I went through primary school um, and into high school, I was an absolute like loser at school and I was not confident at all. I didn't know anything about personal development. Um, I didn't know anything about, you know, how I, I was just – I remember I did get bullied at school, um, not to like say, oh, poor Jared and all that sort of stuff. I guess it was a good ex- like a good experience if I look back on hindsight because um, I worked through it. And when I was about 14, 15, I was in uh, – I, I realized I wasn't going to be wealthy. I wanted to be wealthy because I had an, uh, like a step uncle on my mother's side that was an accountant and he had a lot of money. Uh, and fancy materialistic things and me being a young younger child I wanted that stuff and that's why I wanted to be rich (laughs) at the start that's why I wanted to make money and from there I realized okay cool I'm going to become an accountant and I try to study uh, like the most advanced maths at school in year nine so it must have been like 13-ish 14-ish and I just wasn't able to do it and dad was tutoring me and I just was struggling and getting frustrated with my father um sorry dad and thanks for the help uh on trying to like pass and trying to grade and and learn the stuff and I just couldn't wrap my head around it and I realized that I wasn't that academically smart and it wasn't my thing for me and from that uh I got put into what we called dinglish and um, dumb maths. So Dinglish stands for dumb English and dumb maths for the kids that were dumb. I know. How crazy is that to label it in that way? So I used to feel like I was dumb and I also hated English as well uh, and I didn't read. I hated reading. In fact, my mum wanted to try and make me read and uh, she gathered around a group with her sisters, uh, all my aunties, and they said, well, like, why don't you pay him, pay him to read because that's his motivation, right? It's really cool how they incentivize this. And even though I wanted money, mum gave me the Harry Potter book and said, Jared, read this and I'll give you five cents a page. And I got halfway through the first chapter and I said, I followed the book in half and said, mum, you can keep your money. <laughs> uh, I wasn't motivated that much to read from money. So what she did is she said, I'll buy you surfing magazines. They came up with another theory that my aunties, thank you aunties, love you guys, uh, and came up with another theory like let's give him you know, he loves surfing let's give him surfing magazines and he can only have the magazines and keep them if he reads the articles which I did and that got me into reading and then uh, one of my aunties realized that I was into money and she bought me the Rich Dad Poor Dad book when I was about 15 or did I get it from dad I think I got it from dad and I got another book from my auntie uh, which was a Tony Robbins book and that sort of started my journey on personal development so I've been doing personal development for about 20 years now, uh, almost two decades and doing a lot of work on myself. And that's another thing that to mention is like the character building from doing that from a young age has added to my success or whatever, what you, whatever you call success, but some of the wins that I've had in business and life because I started doing that from a very young age and putting myself through uh, multiple uh multiple journeys on growth and healing through different things in my life and i think that's an important one to mention for us listening or you guys listening is that you know business success isn't just about what you learn in business at all 
there's a lot that contributes to your success from character building from other times in your life you know even these like little things that little things that you've had to get through they all stack up to add and equal a lot of confidence and instilling confidence within yourself if you count them as wins of you getting through them uh versus on the other side sometimes people feel like they're a victim of like i've had to go through this and i've had to go through that and it's you know life's been tough for me if you look at it from the other lens and this is just an option and an offer for you guys is if you look at it from the other lens like yeah it was it was tough at the same time it was the best thing that happened to me because of this 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 and this and i grew out of it right rather than shrunk from it and some people have the lens of victim where they can shrink from it and i'm not like I'm not pointing fingers at people because I've been there and we all fluctuate between the two. And at times we need therapy and we need help and we need to speak to people. And I'm all about therapists. They're awesome. They've helped me so much in my life. And I'd like to normalize how, how, how it should just be a standard practice for us as human beings. <laughs> so uh, if you need help, reach out. Um, reach out to you know people that can help that are professionals in those areas. So that's basically, I guess, where I was at. Uh, when I was 15 and I realized, all right, cool. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to um, actually do this whole, be an accountant, you know, sit in office job type deal and earn good money. So then I decided, all right, I'm going to choose the trade that earns the most amount of money. So I did uh, an apprenticeship. I did a school-based um, apprenticeship and I chose between either plumbing or electrical. Uh, and I did two different uh what we call work experience weeks i did one work experience week with an electrician and one work experience week free work um, unpaid with a plumber and the electrician had a really awesome lifestyle i probably should have chosen that to be honest and the plumber uh he worked a lot more but he was a younger guy and he surfed and i was like this guy's cool i want to be him so i chose plumbing and uh then i started earning a good good amount of money from plumbing and I made my dad, I forced my dad to teach me how to invest in the stock market from when I was 15. Uh, so from 15, uh, I would come home and I put like $1,000 into the stock market, what I'd save from my jobs as working in, you know, Subway and Red Rooster, which is a fast food chain in Australia and then also um, Big W, like a clothing store and stuff like that. It's kind of like a Walmart, a mini Walmart in Australia. And so I worked there and, at those places, earn a little bit of savings and then a little bit from plumbing and I, yeah, just willed my dad to teach me and I got really frustrated with an emotional, I went on the emotional rides of like getting massive wins and then having low troughs and I remember one time I come home from school and mum was like, you can't, you're not, you're banned, you're banned from the stock market, you're not allowed because it's just wrecking you emotionally and um, I was like, no, nah, I promised my mum I won't get, you know, I won't be moody and <laughs> all that sort of stuff and mum was trying to teach me stoicism whether she knows what stoicism is or not but my mum is very stoic and uh so that helped me a lot i started to try and learn a little bit about money and, and finance through that period and so from there dad um dad kept teaching me to invest in the stock market and i tried to start some multi-level marketing businesses or i got involved in a multi-level marketing business and tried sales and all that sort of stuff and it didn't really work out for me found it really, really tough. It is really, really tough. This, if you look up the success rates of people that do multi-level marketing, it's very, very uh, hard going. And so with that, I failed that. And then I was working as a plumber and I started to travel. I thought, I'm going to save some money and just get out of this 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 life and just just go 
snowboarding. So I went on snowboarding trips and I lived in, I did a snowboarding trip in Canada, loved it, did it, lived there for a season and we drove through America as well and we all loved it so much and made so many great friends that we went and hired a house and we lived in Utah and we did the snow season there and the year after uh, and then I did a I did a bunch of traveling. I went and got my dive license um, in the Caribbean and that ticked a ignited me into loving scuba diving and then all through this period, I was thinking, I, I don't like plumbing. I need to work out how I can earn some money online so I can continue this travel thing. And so from there, I would come home and I'd work my bum off, earn a bit of cash, and then I'd go back and I did a you know another snow season in Japan and then I was surfing around the world, went to a bunch of different countries. And I've, done, I've lived in uh, eight countries now. I've lived in Canada, America. Uh, I've lived in... Mexico, Panama, Japan, Indonesia, Australia, and Egypt. Uh, the Egypt one was interesting. I moved to Egypt so I could become a dive master, and uh, that was absolutely awesome. I lived there for six months. I met a guy named Stephen Keenan. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the Netflix documentary called um, The One Breath or Last Breath or something like that. Stephen Keenan, I became good friends with him and he taught me to freedive. He was trying to get more people into freediving when I lived in Egypt. Um, so it's a beautiful story um, and it was very sad to watch that this year when I did watch it. It's called The One Breath or The Last Breath um, and became really good friends with him and uh, then I went all through India and all this sort of stuff. So I've lived in eight countries and I've traveled to 48 so far. And when did I decide to start making money online? And that was in Egypt. When I moved to Egypt in 2012 to 2013, I thought, all right, as I was working as a diver, I'm not going to go, I want to go back home as a plumber and I need to work out how I can work as a plumber and then get myself out of it and make money online. So I started a few different things. I started a travel blog, okay? And the travel blog, there was basically within a year, everybody with an iPhone was my competition. The ad rates weren't very good with Google AdSense and affiliate commissions were super low. So I tried that for like a year and a half and I wrote all about my travel stories. Uh, and I kept going and doing that, trying to make it work whilst I was plumbing and it didn't really work. And so I started an e-commerce business. I thought, I'm going to sell travel products here. I love traveling. I'm going to sell travel products online. And so I started a store and I got a bunch of drop shippers uh, and suppliers in Australia. And it took me a month to find all the suppliers and the drop shippers, build the site and all that sort of stuff. And I launched it. And I was like, yes, I've got a business here. And from doing so, I realized I didn't have a business because I didn't have any customers. And I didn't know what marketing was. I didn't know what digital marketing was. And I was this is a time where you could get free traffic off Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that without doing as much work as you need to do now. Uh, but to really get results, you need to pour ads, pour money into ads, pay-per-click ads through Google and Facebook. And I didn't know what that was. So I basically made just a few sales from that business through organic hard work, <laughs> organic traffic, and realized, damn, that's a flop as well. So at this stage, I'd started multiple businesses, right? I started multi-level marketing. Um, I had also another little business that I did with my friends. We tried to save money for a boat when we were like 13-ish by washing cars, which is fun. Uh, I had started my travel blog and I started an e-commerce business and I was just failing hard. And I went, you know, I went back home and I was working as a plumber and I realized there's so many guys on the job site that were telling me to work smarter, not harder. 
And I could see these guys in their 50s and 60s and I thought, I can't be this person with a broken body working as a plumber anymore. I need to work this out. And then I came across a stat that 90% of startups fail. And from that, I thought, hang on a second, if 90% of these things fail, why don't I take some of the money I've saved and I've put into the share market and take it out and buy, and I didn't have much money because, hey, the, the GFC had happened after this. I'd lost a lot of money through the stock market then uh, and took what I did have and I decided I'm going to learn how to teach myself to buy a business. And so I bought my first business in 2014 and that was a, um, a membership site and then I bought another one in 2015 and then at the end of 2015, I was making more from my two businesses that I own than my job as a plumber. So I quit my job at the end of 2015 and then I went and traveled. Uh, I bought a motorbike and I bought a motorbike in Saigon in um, Ho Chi Minh City and I rode that bike all the way up to the north uh, to Hanoi. And I think it's like 3,000 kilometers, something like that. It took me three months to do that. Traveling, traveling around, and then I went and did Central and South America surfing for a year and a half. And on that trip, actually, uh, just before I went to Vietnam, I got invited to go to a business uh, event in Thailand, and everybody was trying to start online businesses there. And I had been through that process, and I had two businesses at this stage. And this is how Bob came to be. Uh, there were... Everybody, I was on. We we're on the bus, and we we're going to some excursion. And everybody um, started like one person started asking me like what I do and how I do it on the bus. And then within about fifteen minutes, everybody in the bus was sitting around and listening to me talk about buying online businesses and how they can do it, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, uh, after that bus trip, everyone was like, "Dude, can you get on stage tomorrow?" And like instead of these guys that are running this thing, can you teach us how to buy an online business? Because they're all struggling, right? And I thought, damn, there's a market here for this, just by me telling my story. And so uh, I was like, obviously, it's not my event. I can't teach you guys. And then I was just put that aside. And then as, as I kept traveling and, and surfing, people were like, hang on, dude, how have you been not at working for so long and quit your job and you don't need to go home? I need to live this lifestyle as well. And I had already been to like 30 or so countries at this time. So I was like working my way up to like, get to more countries and surf more and people were like dude like that's awesome that's inspiring like you need to teach me how to do this stuff so i created a free course and i used to give bob away for free and uh obviously it was like the most beta version and it was not it was good but it wasn't awesome like what it is now um the time and money and resources that have gone into building it what it is and getting people results it's very different than what it was. Anyway, I got a collection of people together and gave it to them for free and they didn't do any work and nobody bought businesses. And then I came home in 2017, I launched it and uh, started doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with people and people were buying businesses left, right and center. We did really well in that first year. We made half a mil in our first year of launching that in Australia in business uh, and we, we crushed it, right? And people were buying business left, right and center and then it's evolved into what it is now. And from, from doing so, um, from 2017 to through COVID, I've done a bit of travel through then, but I found I was with a partner at the time and you know, full vulnerability and openness. I stayed in Australia through that period uh, and I didn't want to. And I am no longer with that partner and now I've been doing a lot of traveling and a lot of surfing. And 
I was on the one of our group calls, uh, our Facebook lives in uh, the Bob uh, Bob community, and uh, just talk, started talking. Like somebody asked me, like why why did you move to Bali, or why are you moving to Bali? And I mentioned there's so many reasons, and I wanted to share this this sort of story with you because when you do a lot of this traveling, I did solo traveling. A lot of it anyway. I did a few seasons with friends, but going from places to places like India, living in Egypt, um, you know, hiking the Himalayas, uh, you know, swimming with sharks and whale sharks and, uh, you know, doing the Great Wall of China and all through Central and South America, the Machu Picchu thing and all that sort of stuff. When you do it alone, you've got to build friends and you've got to find food, you've got to find shelter. There's challenges along the way. Um, you miss buses, you miss things, uh, planes and all that sort of stuff. It's a stressful period and it, you're doing it on yourself. You're doing it yourself when you've got nobody to lean on and you need to make it happen. You're fully accountable. And that has really helped me build a lot of character in my life. And I wanted to say that because there's so many people that think, okay, if I just learn a course, I'm going to get results. The course is great, right? Buying online business business course, it gets people results like clockwork, but only for the people that work it and only for the people that have the right mindset to get through, right? I'm not saying this is not possible. Like you've seen all the case studies and all the people that have achieved awesome things. But if you're going to take a path like this, like I want you guys to know, like use your previous life experience as character building Count your little wins, your little successes. For example, a little win could be like you found $5 on the ground, you know, um, count that as a win, you know, or a little challenge that you overcome could be like you didn't crack it next, you know, last time somebody cut you off in traffic, right? Uh, counting those little wins adds up to you building so much more confidence in yourself and that's what we need. We, like that's what I help with in the mindset. This mindset series and the the first prepare for success module in the buying online business course is by far the most important thing. It's more important than the course in itself, but people believe they're buying the course, but what they're actually getting is their mindset stuff. And that's why I want to mention this is like, for me, I have this, I think it's just from doing so much work on myself uh, and being so independent that if you back me into a corner, I'm like, that's okay, I'll work out how to, how to get out of it, right? And I'll have the resources. And that's what I want for you guys is like, I want you, there's so much more value in you having that sort of confidence in your life, swagger, whatever you want to call it, doesn't need to be ego. Um, you can do it with love uh, and humbleness, but that can be far more valuable than the money you end up earning, feeling just feeling solid feeling grounded and feeling so confident uh that you know you can be unwavering and you can tackle some big situations in fact i actually really you know i'm a lot of my friends and family sort of think i'm a bit of a sicko because like when i'm going through a challenging period i'm like is that all you got life bring it on and i know that not that i need to tackle that with like alpha male masculinity in a in a toxic sense um but I do it very much with the yin and yang. But I like to, I like that pain in a weird way. And it's not like, it's not what I want, 
but in a weird way i like it because i know that that's going to help me build my resilience even more for the larger challenges that come up in life and that's the game i think is if you can feel this way and you have that independence to spend more time with your friends and your family and your kids and maybe you do some traveling then you're going to be a far more happier person and the far happier you are in life it your energy just resonates and people are going to want to be around you more people are going to want to do things with you talk to you uh and ask you questions listen to you as well so yeah i guess i just wanted to share that story i was pretty hesitant and resistance to share resistant to share it um but i think it's important to understand that your life situation as hard as it can be and i you know as you can tell i've been pretty privileged i I earn a good wage through plumbing and and i was able to turn that into something Um, some people are in you know different different situations and all that sort of stuff you got to realize that i was also uh on the border of like anxiety depression lose a kid that got lucky i guess really lucky that i got put into wealth building and personal development and you can do that as well like no matter where you're at right now is like you can build this life for yourself and it has been a long journey for me obviously i started achieving some of these awesome things many many years ago uh though you can do it now so if you're listening uh understand that your story is awesome embrace your story and embrace the challenges you've had count them as wins don't uh count them and don't sit in the victim mentality like this happens to me and always happens to me it's like great you know for i'll give you an example when i had my uh i think some of you guys may have heard me share the story around bob i nearly lost the whole business um through 2018 2019 and i had to fire like my marketing staff had to fire my sales guys I had to get rid of everything and everyone um and i went backward for backwards for for like many many months almost a full year and had to change the whole business model and change everything and the reason i had to do that is because i was had single source dependency and i was only getting traffic from paid traffic and also uh, i got very very sick i got calendula fever so i could sit in this main mentality of victimism like well life's hit me a massive curveball it's not my fault also i'm sick not really my fault i just got sick but the reality is was it was my fault i had to take accountability and responsibility so i could either choose to sit in the victim and just let it you know push it aside and not go through that challenge or i could go bring it on like is that all you have and i know that i'm going to like that's the lowest that i can get in my life i at the moment so i can only use that as a platform to build out of it so when you're going through challenges of like i can't find a business to buy uh, or you're in business and you're like oh this is a really really tough period don't hold it all within yourself and try to work it out reach out to people speak to people speak to me uh, and you can get through it and you should get through it and you can use that as leverage you can use that as power to go all right cool i'm going to use this as a very good life lesson this is the other thing where people are very worried of failing. Why would you be worried of failing when everybody that's achieved any level of success has failed so many more times than they have won? Right? 
just like me. I've failed so many times. But failing is a lesson. You've heard this sort of stuff before, this all this motivational speak and whatnot. Failings are lessons and they're only really failures if you don't learn from them, right? Because you failed yourself. You failed to learn from that lesson or failed to learn from that failure. And that that's a shame. That's a massive shame. If you can't learn from it and bounce back, uh, unless you learn from it and decide to not, you know, it's a conscious decision to not move forwards. But if you want something bad enough, you will get it. I promise you. Uh, this is the why I stopped holding people accountable for the goals that they want to achieve because I'm not going to drag people through the mud for them, right? I'm not going to rob them of that education that they, they are going to get and they need to be able to be resilient to get to the top of the mountain because if I did, they're going to be on shaky legs, right, when they get to the top and they're not going to be confident that they didn't do it themselves and the reality is like you need to earn it and let's start earning what we are wanting to achieve. So I don't know if I went on for too long there. If you guys feel that me sharing a little bit about my story was valuable, let me know. Uh, if you want to hear more about my travels, let me know. Um, I do work a 20-hour work week now. I just came home. The reason I decided to do this is because I came home and I had a good surf and I was feeling confident <laughs> to go out and uh, to just have this chat unscripted, totally unscripted. So, yeah, sending you guys massive love. Stick with it on your journey. If your goal is to make money online, you can do it. You just need to want it bad enough. I do have some resources that you can listen to the mindset series in the podcast uh, and I'll link to those in the show notes for you. There's four of them uh, and that's basically it. Sending you guys love and I'll speak to you soon.